Yeah, hi, this is Mark from Mark's Place. On February 27th, 2015, Russian opposition politician Boris Nemtsov was gunned down just a stone's throw from the Kremlin. The following interviews were done within days of the murder, but only now did I have the opportunity to put them all together. You see, right now, or just for quite a while, worldwide, the crap is hitting the fan so quickly and in such volume, fresh news becomes old news within hours. First, I'd like to you know, listen to a short ABC News sound clip telling what happened to Nemtsov. Hey, good morning. I'm Dan Harris at ABC News World Headquarters in New York City, and this is an ABC News digital report. Developing right now in Russia, what appears to be a vicious political assassination, a popular outspoken critic of the Russian president, Vladimir Putin, shot in the back, right out in the open, just blocks from the Kremlin. And ABC's chief foreign correspondent, Terry Moran, is on the story. Terry. Good morning, Dan. Moscow is in shock today, and a sharp chill of fear has ripped across Russia. One of Vladimir Putin's fiercest critics, as you say, gunned down in broad daylight, four bullets in the back, in the very shadow of the Kremlin. This morning in Moscow, flowers on a bridge usually filled with pedestrians and tourists marked the spot of the brazen killing. The scene last night was eerie, incredible. The body of Boris Nemtsov, a veteran Russian politician, longtime Putin foe, lay on the ground, four bullets in his back. The killing coming just one day before Nemtsov was to lead a march for peace against Putin's war in Ukraine. A spokesperson for the Russian Interior Ministry says Nemtsov was walking with a female acquaintance when assassins leapt from a white car and opened fire. I grew up during the Cold War and everyone knew what a propaganda machine the Soviet Union was, including the Soviet people. This hasn't really changed and in fact is even worse in some respects. But what really disturbs me is how heavily propagandized the American media has become. I mean, really, a sharp chill of fear has ripped across Russia. What a load of bullshit that was. I've been in Russia for about 14 years, and I guess I missed the chill of fear as it passed throughout Russia. But then again, it was late February, so I may have felt the chill, but missed the fear part. Let's talk with some other people. Here's Lubov. Okay, my name is Lubov. Yes, uh, I'm 22. Okay, Lubov, could you tell me maybe where you were when you first heard about this, uh, the, the killing of Boris Nemtsov? Yes, uh, I was at home and it was morning. I was going to, to work. And uh, when I, uh, I read my, like, some website with news and I read this news. This new. Mm-hmm. And who was Boris Nemtsov to you? Um, really, I didn't care about him early because um, um, I've read some news about him, but um, for me, it's just a politician, politician, and that's it. Well, I guess that Lubov must be a fluke. I mean, the ABC American journalist certainly has his fingers on the pulse of the Russian people. Even the sound effects seem to prove this. Let me ask someone different. Here's Kate. Um, my name is Kate. Uh, I'm 21 years old. This weekend there was a high-profile murder in Russia. Do you know anything about it? 
No, I don't know anything about any high-level murders. I don't like this kind of news. Okay, and I'm sorry to be the one telling you about it. Do you know a man named uh, Boris Nemtsev? No, I don't know Boris Nemtsev. He's a politician. You don't know him? No, I don't interest in politicians. In fact, these two young ladies are actually very representative of most Russians. Older Russians, let's say over 40, know more about who Boris was and can tell you a bit about his history. But for an obviously unenlightened American so-called journalist to pretend to have such a deep understanding of the people here in Russia is obviously a bunch of BS. First of all, there's nothing or nobody in Russia who could even be remotely considered as competition or opposition. And this is painfully honest to anyone who has spent more than 30 minutes studying the country. To imply that it was the Kremlin, read Putin, behind the murder is not journalism. But as an American, I'm mad as hell to see the extremely poor attempts at propaganda now practiced by the mainstream media in the U.S. I mean, Russia's media sucks, but with few exceptions, the U.S. media is certainly no better. Well... I interviewed more people, and I'll let their voices be heard also. My name is Maria. Maria, where were you when you first heard about Boris Nemtsov getting shot this weekend? Actually, I didn't know that. (laughs) Do you know who Boris Nemtsov is? Oh, yes, I know. It's a Russian politician. Boris Nemtsov is a Russian politician, but I'm not quite sure about his career and about his private life, so... So, I mean, what what did Boris Nemtsov mean to you personally? It's pity to say, but nothing. <laughs> it's a like, face from the news, and uh, he meant nothing for me. I did not mean to belittle the murder of Boris Nemtsov in this story, and I haven't. This was a horrible thing to happen, and I hope his family finds some justice in this matter. Mr. Nemtsov has written uh, a few very informative white papers which did not make the authorities happy with the things he revealed. I'm sure that beyond the hyped-up BS of the ABC and other mainstream American media reports that there was never any follow-up. Anyhow, so that you know, the main suspect in the Nemtsov murder is the evil, crazy leader of Chechnya. At this point, it appears that he ordered the hit in order to make the Russian security services look bad in the respect that this could happen just outside the Kremlin walls. He hates the Russian security services, and they hate him. Russian media has always been a joke and a propaganda arm, but we Americans used to feel that our media was fairly pure. Now most Americans, or at least those who have a brain and understand English, know that most of the American press is no better than Soviet or Russian press. Lucky for most of us that we are in an age we are no longer stuck listening to the news of the world on the three major networks, well, in America anyhow as was the case for most of my life. We now have access to so many sources and also citizen journalists, and the world of news is a better place with these new sources. (laughs) 
I'd just like to end this on another note. On my website, I sent out a fundraising request in order to get some needed replacement equipment so I can continue with my podcast projects. Yesterday, I was surprised by two events regarding this. Number one, someone actually finally made a donation. But secondly, it was from my brother, Neil. Now, for many, having a family member donate would not be a surprise. But my brother and I have not seen each other or even spoken for about 11 or 12 years. So this was a pleasant surprise. How about if uh, some more of my listeners also shock me with a donation? I'm not begging. I'm not NPR. But I also donate to podcasts that I listen to so that they can continue to produce more content. I mean, hey, if I wasn't busy working to buy more equipment to support my hobby, I'd most likely have time to produce episodes more frequently. Anyhow, thanks, Neil. You made my day.